Welcome to the All Digital AM podcast. This episode originally aired as a video on the All Digital AM YouTube channel. Hi, everybody. Welcome. My name is Adam Penn. I'm here to continue the conversation in 3D printing and additive manufacturing. And today I'm meeting with Nora Torre, who is, is from the Women in 3D Printing, but also at Fast Radius now. And uh, welcome, Nora. Wonderful to have you here. Thank you, Adam. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Wow. So it's, 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 uh, it's the end of the year here. You know, we're, we're finishing off 2020 and a lot of great things coming up. Of course, next month is the type conference, technology, yep. industry, people, economics, and now youth, which I found exactly. out too. Yeah. yeah. So it's, uh, it's exciting and being, uh, thank you for uh, allowing me to be a media partner there. It's been a, it's been a wonderful journey and I know that kind of all happened organically. So, uh, yeah, thank you very much for that. It's been a, it's been a wild ride. Well, thank you for your support. Uh, seriously, we could not have made this conference without the support of the community, the volunteers, and of course, the sponsors and partners. Uh, this is uh, way much more work than I thought it would be. Uh, when yeah. first. I was like, yeah, let's do a conference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what a conference it's, it's ra- you know, it's wrapping up to be. I know we're, we're just about a month out right now from yeah. it. And, and wow. So, you know, I guess, uh, since we're kicking off with that, talk about that a little bit. I know it, it's kind of, you know, it, it was originally planned to be initially, right? It was going to be in person, but it yes. happened at the time when planning was starting. So you've had this, this nine months now to kind of readjust and plan accordingly, but I'm excited about it because there's been a lot of attention that's been brought to and a lot of great speakers. And uh, so talk about that a little bit. How's that whole journey been yeah, for you? Of course, of course. So, you know, like, I had this idea of having a woman in 3D printing conference uh, for years. Um, I don't think we were ready before now. Uh, and of course, we had to start it in a pandemic year, uh, yeah. like, I guess. <laughs> but uh, it, it actually works pretty well because we're able to have speakers really from, from everywhere. Uh, we have speakers from all six continents, um, 100, wow. over 125 speakers. I think we... Last number that I published was 127, but actually we're getting closer and closer to 130 right now. Um, wow. And I think I think we may have even a few more uh, coming up. So we shuffling again the agenda. Um, so that's uh, that's looking good. But yeah, no, it's um, as I said, it's been a few years since I wanted to do this conference. I really think we need to have a an annual conference, a platform for the for women to share about their achievements um, and with everyone, like. Maybe there is one thing we need to really push on communication right now is that this is not just for women to attend. We want men to attend. We need men to attend. Uh, women 3D printing is not a women's club. Uh, never has been, never will be. Um, so this is a platform for women to, again, express themselves and to share their uh, achievements. But we need men to be part of that conversation and to see the women who are in the industry. So that's one thing really I'm, I'm more and more pushing on um, because I think there is maybe a little bit of uh, misunderstanding about our mission uh, and the fact that, again, we're not a women's club. Um, the conference itself, and it's like, yeah, interesting to organize this in, uh, again, in a, in a pandemic year. Um, and yeah, it was supposed to be at first in Cleveland. Uh, then we were planning on having it in Denver. Found the location. We're about to send the check to uh, to book the place and COVID. Um, oh boy, right? <laughs> so we laugh, I, but it's it's been a heck of a year for everybody. It's it's, oh, yes. it's it's difficult, you know, moving around yep. and 
and kind of uh, being nimble enough to make that happen. So yeah, I know, I know, you know, being a media partner, uh, you know, I'm happy to to be uh, helping out with everything going on and being part of what's happening. Like you're saying, it's an all inclusive thing. I know there's a lot of men that I speak to that are very happy when they go to a lot of the meetups and mm-hmm. I've talked to some guests here that have brought it up too. So uh, it's just a great to see that as an organization. I have a daughter myself and uh, I always believe in, in equity, you know, equality as far as what people are doing together and, and basically, you know, just hopefully having the right competent people in the positions, you know, and lifting up the youth of today to kind of fill those gaps that are happening and p- getting people interested in having them stay inside of 3D printing and additive mm-hmm. manufacturing. I think it's yeah. very important. So what you're doing is, is beautiful. I really like to see that. And wow, I've actually had the privilege of seeing it grow since about when it began. You know, I remember yes. seeing you around it, to, even at, at Forum Next and different shows, uh, you know, five years ago when things were starting mm-hmm. to pick up. And then also being able to interview the board of directors, you know, yeah. each one of those individuals are very special and uh, what they've brought into, you know, the being a part of the board of directors at Women in 3D Printing and also the industry. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just so yeah. much that they, everyone brings to the industry in your group. So happy to be a part of the the uh, the media side of that and also happy to be there at the event in January. So I'm just uh, can't can't uh, stop saying how excited I am about it. And it's, it's just been <laughs> wonderful being a part of that right now. Well, thank you, Adam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so what's been going on with you now? I know that uh, since we've talked also, you've, you've started a position at Fast Radius. And, and yeah. uh, why don't you talk a little bit more about that and, and how things are going over there? Oh, absolutely. Um, love it. Uh, it's a fantastic team. Uh, really impressed with uh, the dynamic uh, of the team and the company. Um, you know, where I was in my, uh, in my career, um, well, this year is that I really wanted to see almost like the other side of additive, uh, in a way that uh, I want to see additive used with, uh, with CNC, with injection, with castorotane and not just oh, yeah. additive for additive. Uh, Advanced manufacturing, for, um, very important. Exactly. I really, I really wanted to expand a little bit my my competencies and my, you know, my my well, the scope of what I'm doing. Uh, for the last ten years, it's been only additive, additive, additive. Um, so I really wanted to again stay in additive, but expanding a little bit more uh, in terms of uh, other more traditional uh, manufacturing processes. So I'm really happy. Um, and I'm learning so much. <laughs> so yeah, and uh, and again, I'm, the team is fantastic, and and really the people I'm working with every day, especially like we've never met. I've never met any of my team members. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and, and the team is in Chicago, and I'm in Denver. Um, yeah. So virtual onboarding was actually uh, it's no joke. Uh, it's a little bit uh, more difficult than I thought it would be. Uh, and not because the team isn't great. Again, the team is so fantastic and, uh, really, uh, helping me with this virtual onboarding, but it just, it's hard. Uh, I am a very social person. Uh, I need to meet people. I need to have live conversations and, you know, being restricted by the 30 or 60 minutes, uh, Zoom meeting we can have is very, um, hard on me. Um, even though I also enjoy being able to be home and with my family and seeing my son growing, uh, at the same time, I really miss the office <laughs> and I never thought I would say that. <laughs> no, I think it's <laughs> a challenge really for all of us. It's amazing, you know, cause I've, uh, I've worked uh, on the road as a sales guy before, you know, for over a decade out there and I was used to the virtual offices and stuff like that, but also, you know, being able to go in and touch base yeah. and meet with clients at their facilities, it's all changed now. And, uh, you know, we're kind of dealing with it together in that aspect. Everybody has the same pains. Uh, so it's nice to see yeah. this 
virtual word, world, and I think we're it's, it's it, we're lucky we're in this place where we can open up our our cameras and talk. But it it definitely doesn't uh, you know doesn't take place of the in person things that you can do. You know, but mm-hmm. there's a balance there. You know, and I see a lot more of it. A lot you know people are trying harder, doing more to open up, sharing more, finding new ways of having that virtual connection. Um, yes. But I'm looking forward to seeing the integration of the two. You know, having the in person and now yes. the growth of all this virtual content and everything that you could do to be there when you're not is yeah. very nice, but I, you need both. You definitely need both <laughs> to no. survive. I, we yeah. need that human touch and, uh, and I'm looking forward to more of that. And it's, it's a wild time. We're at the end of uh, 2020. A lot of things have happened is even with the, the pandemic. Now we, you know, we have things that are rolling out to mitigate some of the risks out there, but we're also in a season of a lot of risk being here in the, in the winter time. Absolutely. So, a big part of it that is unity and doing things together, you know, and uh, our industry actually provides that, you know, it's, it's. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally agree. Uh, we still have a lot of workers in the factories uh, that need to be in the factories. I mean, I wish yeah. we had um, still a way of making it like uh, safe for them. I mean, everyone is working on making it safe, but they still need to be up there up front as well, even though they're not uh, in contact with uh, COVID patient, like in hospitality, obviously, uh, yeah. but still they need to go out of their home. This is already the risk they're taking and they need to go into the factory, meet with other people, do the job. Um, so it's um, factory workers are, are really as well at, at the forefront um, everywhere, like not just in additive manufacturing, but um, so yeah, really, really important to keep them in mind as well. Yeah, it is. It's a it's a lot of changes we're all going through. And I think it's the best thing you could do as an individual is reach out, let somebody else know that you're having a hard time with what you're going through, because I think everybody's in that same boat. So you get a lot of feedback. And I have I've had a lot of great conversations that started off with. I can't take this anymore. This is difficult. You know, yeah. just, you know, having to do this virtually all the time is a very difficult thing. Uh, but uh, at the same time, wow, you know, the amount of, of networking that's happened over this last year, uh, the amount of conversations I've seen with, with companies open up, opening up their what's going on, even intellectual property, things that you thought wouldn't be mm-hmm. addressed for a long time. People are looking at that because it's a large part of pushing forward with how things are going and looking at 3D printing in a different way. So that's been a big, you know, shining part of our industry. You know, um, it, it's, a, it's another wave of what 3D printing can do in the manufacturing world. And the attention is real right now. So just kind of uh, been fun being part of that because I'm excited about it. It's it's a wonderful yeah. thing. Manufacturing is exciting. 3D printing, additive manufacturing has, has really grabbed a hold of me as far as, wow, the imagination, what I could do as a designer and engineer, the thought process, the whole, you know, cradle to grave of what happens out there. It just, it just allows you to have a different tool in the toolbox. I know that's been used a lot before, but it, it really is. Oh, it's, it's true. It's, it's mm-hmm. something that fits into the ecosystem and what's out there in manufacturing. It's a valid part of it. So great yep. to see that happening in our industry. Yeah. And what I would say, like, as we reflect on uh, this crazy year, um, <laughs> and uh, you're totally right. I mean, 3D printing, additive manufacturing has been uh, um, put on, on the forefront with uh, all the PPE efforts uh, and, and printing that happened a few months ago. And um, what I found to be really interesting is that, like, I had people who knew I was in 3D printing, but didn't really knew what I was doing, uh, people who are outside of the industry, yeah. um, who were calling me and were like, oh, now I get it. Um, you know, like, I thought you were doing like, you know, like more like something on the creativity side and being like, and I'm not saying it like in a pejorative way. They were like more like, yeah. you know, like this thing, like, 
anything you can think of, we can do it with 3D printing, which has been like said like for years now, which is not entirely true, uh, and actually created a lot of um, disappointment uh, with some people who are actually, I cannot do just exactly everything I want is just a piece of plastic or a piece of metal that comes out of machine. I still need to put the electronics inside and everything. So yeah. I know there was some uh, disappointment in the past, but now like, I get it. Like, you know, this is a real product that you guys are making uh, that's life changing. And I get, I get it through this example. Uh, and it's yeah. more like they got the entire implication in terms of supply chain as well. It was not just like yes. the technical aspect of it. It was the, the entire supply chain change that I understood. Um, and that was good for industry. I think people finally got it. I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, they see where that value is of, you know, on, on demand kind of, uh, you know, action that can be taken place. I know everyone's moving towards that. The customization that's out there. Um, even the medical, I, I attended a wonderful webinar yesterday that talked about point of care. And mm-hmm. uh, that is a really big deal to fill those gaps because that's there's okay. a, it's very difficult, but it's a, it's a big part of what can happen at the point of care. Uh, but there's a lot of, you know, regulations and processes out there that also need to fall in place. And that's a large part of networking and the community opening up and talking more about it because I feel like everyone was in their own little silos kind of moving things forward and individual projects but the whole industry coming together in different ways and kind of a, approaching each one of those issues, the bottlenecks that are out there and helping things speed things up, you know, the, mm-hmm. the amount of uh, the, the price of the product, the amount that we could actually put out there. Uh, it's, it's, it's kind of growing and there's things happening that are making it better every day. So I just can't say enough. That's a, it's a great thing to be part of, but it's a reality. You know, I think a lot of it uh, in the past, especially looking back, you know, past five years, a lot of it was the prototype world, mm-hmm. but we're starting to get into the prototype and production world, taking it all the way through that, that, yeah. uh, that process. So it's exciting. And, uh, you know, I know everything that's going on with you has been, and has been part of that. The women in 3d printing has been doing a lot of great jobs with their individual podcasts and, and webinars and, and speakers. And so talk about everything that's come together now. I know that there's been a lot of new speakers even announced in the last week, but now you got technology, industry, people, economics, and youth. Mm-hmm. And so that's a good point. You know, what's going on with the youth side of it? That's something that hasn't <laughs> been talked about too much. Absolutely. No, yeah. it's um, so we, we decided to add this track uh, maybe a month ago. Uh, it's led by uh, Maddie Frank. Uh, yeah, awesome. And uh, so she, she's she's really awesome. Really, really glad to uh, be working with her. Uh, and the overall, like, Women in 3D Printing Youth, we're actually renaming it Next Gen. Um, and this is led by uh, Janet. Nice. Uh, Janet Carr on, on our team. So she's not uh, on the board yet, uh, but she is uh, a core member of the team and has been uh, doing a fantastic work. Um, one of the highlights of the year, I would say, is to be able to to work even better and more with my team. Uh, mm. Some of them I've never met, same thing, which seems crazy. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, and yeah, so, so Next Gen is really about helping and promoting like the, the next generation of women in additive, uh, but also the next generation of men in additive by giving them female role models. Um, so it's still yes. really this idea of uh, promoting uh, role models, female role models in our industry, which again, has always been at the core of women in 3D printing. But this time we want to do it specifically for the younger generation. So we're providing very specific content for them. So we have Ask Me Anything uh, kind of interview. Uh, those are led by uh, Sanjana, students we work, we've been working with for a few years now, uh, doing a fantastic work on the podcast side. So we're really pushing forward this um, this kind of content. Um, again, with this Ask Me Anything, especially like on 
career advancements, you know, uh, asking our guests like where they're coming from, how they got where they are, uh, and we need to trigger interest for the next generation in what we do in Additive. Um, we also have uh, actually career cards. Um, I don't know for you, but um, back in France when I was a student, uh, we used to have like a you know, career cards, what it looks like to be a nurse, what it looks like to be a doctor, what it looks like to be an engineer. Sure. Actually, engineer was not part of the card, but what it looks like <laughs> to be a lawyer, etc. And uh, nurses were usually female, doctors were usually male. Um, so I think like at this young age, you already get like, oh, wait, so doctor is male, a nurse is female. You know, it's like, because you only see like one card with one sure. gender on there. So it's a uh, it shapes you at a very young age. So we wanted to do the same. Um, with actually with uh, only female uh, role models, once again, uh, and with additive manufacturing uh, jobs. Uh, so you're going to see a designer, an engineer, an operator, uh, and we're taking real case examples and we kind of putting like a few few facts about their job, uh, you know, what they studied. Um, and, and this is something we are going to distribute for free. Uh, actually, everything we do is for free, uh, that you are going to distribute uh, into schools uh, and also helping uh, teachers uh, to have a 3D printing curriculum because uh, awesome. sometimes they have uh, they have 3D printers in school and have no real idea what to do with it. Right, um, and they so have to I make their own can... curriculum. So if you could hand them something that they could work with, exactly. that's, yeah. that's, that's perfect. And yeah. if we can, we, we even moving it like to, so we don't want to reinvent the wheel. There are a lot of fantastic instructors out there. So we're going to collaborate and work with them, uh, and not necessarily provide women 3D printing, uh, content. It's more like we're going to curate the content that's out there mm-hmm. and uh, always trying to, um, to have a, a healthy ratio between male and female instructors. So right now we're looking at 75% women uh, because we know there is a gap to fill. Um, and, uh, and our goal will be to, you know, once we, we feel like we're in a good place, we'll probably go to 50, 50, uh, cause that's really what we want to promote to the young, to the youngest generation, uh, yes. is that they should be 50, 50 and we want them to see 50, 50, uh, right away. Um, so that's, uh, that's what's going on, uh, with next chance. So it's coming up. Uh, we're actually announcing it officially. Uh, we're launching it officially during the type conference. Um, so basically we're keeping the, the use track name, use track. Uh, yeah. but at the end of the conference, it's going to turn into next gen. And that's yeah. basically are going to be our focus for 2021, Willie. Oh boy, that's exciting! You know, even hits home close to me. I have a daughter who's you know going to be 12 in January, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, and so so I mean everything that she's doing actually she's in school right behind that wall. I keep saying that. What about podcasts? But it's true. She's right behind the wall right there in school right now. And you know it, everything I've been talking to and looking at and, and and learning from people even over the last nine months you know, it's, it's really honed in on two things, you know, it's, it's the education side of it and the security side of it. And everything kind of stems off of mm-hmm. those two, two topics, you know, cause if you look out there, even in our industry, you're right in, you know, people using the machines or actually looking into distributed manufacturing. It's, it's all about that security. I have IP, I have things I don't want to share. It's uh, you know, I don't want to open up my sh- machine to so everyone knows the secret recipe. There's so many things that people want to kind of yeah. keep secret, but at the same time, it needs to have a little bit of education about why and what's going on and, mm-hmm. and why that is the need. But with 
things coming up, even in the youth, I see a lot of education going on in programs in schools. You know, I talked to Maker Girl. That's another one that's going to be yeah. coming out, a podcast I have. There's a lot of good things happening that are building up education out there. Right. And it's exciting because there's this whole, like you're saying, next gen's a perfect name because there's the next generation that's coming along that will have those kind of, you know, things to look forward to and kind of people to right. admire that are doing things in the industry. So it, it's, it's huge. I even worked with the Girl Scouts, uh, a while back, a couple of years ago, I worked on a program with them that was STEM related, but it was to get a 3D printed badge called uh, Helping Hands. And uh, that was working with Enable, the, the group out oh, there nice. that, yep. that makes the prosthetics for, for yep. uh, individuals that need them, that get, can't afford them or, or can't have them. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, the, all the Girl Scouts came in and they did the project. And my first thought, I'll be honest, was like, oh my gosh, we're hosting the Girl Scouts. Is this really something that is going to be, you know, something, uh, you know, where they're going to come in and just, you know, sell cookies here? I, I, I didn't realize what they were going through too much until yeah. they came in. And then the whole group of young women mm-hmm. uh, were asking questions at the level of a lot of college students as far as what they were looking at with 3D printing. And I was like, awesome. Because, you know, they were asking things about support structures and what happens, you know, what angle you can go down far far enough inside of metal before you need a support. And these are very specific questions coming from, you know, an age age range of like 8 to 12 years old. You know, these young girls, they're very, you know, very tuned in on what's happening. And so it changed my whole perspective of oh yeah, this next generation is more than ready. Cause to me, it yeah. was like I was in high school learning drawing and drafting, you know, that younger generation is looking at this, even in kindergarten, first grade, my daughter had a printer <laughs> in her first grade class, you know? So, <laughs> so this is blows me away. You know, it's, 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 it's happening. That next gen yeah. is being exposed. And so that's a very important thing you're doing. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing that grow. That should be really interesting next year to see everything. That well, happens. I'm actually, uh, like I, I share everything you said and I have- had the same experience yeah. uh, when I was um, well on booth, like when we used to have <laughs> no virtual event, and uh, I yeah. used to go on booth. And uh, sometimes I had a, a little maker bot. Like we, there are some events we did that were really uh, uh, open, really to the public, and not necessarily industry only events. And so, and I remember, like at the time, I was uh, living in California in Silicon Valley. And uh, I had those uh, little kids coming. And at that time, I didn't have any kids. So I was like, whatever the age they are, I have no idea. Uh, yeah. I could not guess. So I'm going to guess like maybe five, six years. Now that I have my son and I have a better idea of giving an age to kids. And uh, and they were like explaining to the dad or to their mom, like all the printer, like as if they had built the printers themselves. I'm like, how can you know that? I mean, you're five years old. Like... <laughs> When do you do that? And uh, and that impressed me, pissed me at the same time. I was like, this is how it comes. Because um, at five years old, I had no idea what the 3D printer was. I mean, when I was uh, yep. at 18, I didn't know what the 3D printer was. And uh, so to see it, it's it's fantastic. So you see it, there is still like huge gaps. Because like I'm giving an anecdote from uh, Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not the reality of the entire world, obviously. We still have too many kids who are not able to go into schools. Yes. Uh, like you've seen what happened in uh, Nigeria this week. Uh, kids in school who are being kidnapped. Uh, mm-hmm. This is this is a this is a real drama that's reality. happening, and so we need to protect our youth everywhere. 
which is also why we're going to work as much as possible with our ambassadors all over the world uh, with the next-gen uh, programs because we really want to roll this out everywhere. We're probably going to start with the U.S., well, closer to well, home. Uh, yeah. um, and uh, But the idea is really to, to expand and to provide content everywhere so that the entire world can be at the same level. Uh, and we don't want to um, create differences here. So um, we're going to, to roll this out um, globally as soon as we can. But at the same time, like they already know everything, so we need to be really on point with our content because, yeah. like, we we yeah. need to make sure we're giving them something they don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not a rudimentary education that they need. They they actually need the next level, you know. <laughs> they need advanced, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they need depth. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 intimidating, right? Here they come. <laughs> we're going to need to actually certify them and all. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, that's true. We should get them on all the hard things in the industry, like all the qualifications. <laughs> certifications hey you guys go tackle that we'll talk to you soon we'll get it done real quick we'll be like let's get it done that? yeah right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should have talked to them earlier yeah my gosh no oh, yeah. great stuff but no i know there's a lot of great things happening with with the youth that i see that then and being part of that and being able to give back and also locally you know with with what's going on in the local schools here you know i've talked to a, a couple of the teachers about their programs and like you're saying mm-hmm. um they'd be interested in that. And I'd be happy to spread that out in my local community too. So looking forward to seeing that content because that's, what's come up is they have already, you know, their plans for the year laid out the educational programs and to do something or to add something to a class, they kind of need the help of a new curriculum or looking at something that they could add into what's happening. And so the conversations are being had, but the actual having the materials to share with those teachers out there or or the programs out there, that's the important thing. And so that's, that's really that I'm very happy to hear that you're working on that. That's a huge, huge benefit to all. So kudos for you to, to do that right now. There's a lot going on. And that's, that, uh, that speaks to the strength of, of the women in 3D printing. I've seen everybody kind of jumping aboard over the years and, and adding strength to that community, you know, and this event coming up, it's going to be the first, is this the first all woman speaker in our speaker series in our industry? Is that correct? Yes. At, at this case, at least yes uh, i know there has been a few like uh segments uh in a few other conferences but there were more like a half a day event uh with maybe 20 speakers which was already good and great uh that this was happening uh yeah. but uh, at this scale to have a full two-day conference uh yeah, yeah. this is definitely the first time yeah and how are you managing that two days because i know it's been discombobulated yeah. with a couple <laughs> other events i've seen so i'm curious of how that's going on where are you with that so it's two days, uh, five tracks and one virtual networking stage. So we basically have six spaces going all at the same time for two full days. Wow. Um, so how it's going on, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first time we're doing this. Uh, no, I mean, it, it's, I mean, it's, it's going to be good. It's going to be great. I mean, we have a robust platform uh, that we've been using. I mean, that was on purpose. We're using uh, Remo. Uh, I think most people in the industry are familiar with Remo now, uh, thanks to the great work actually that uh, Link3D and Janet have done uh, yes. with all the events they put together, um, the, the the marathon event. I'm not going to say uh, I'm going to say it. Damn. Damn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn event. <laughs> yeah. But you know, since I'm French, I'm always like, I was saying it's right. Like I still don't get it. Like sometimes there's still a few words and I'm like, okay, I'm not exactly sure how I'm going to go with this one. So this is one of them. Uh, so little this- play on words there, but it was also the feeling at the time because, you know, yes, the pandemic really hit, bad. we lost all the, 
in-person events. And, and the way that that happened, you talk about that Remo platform and what Janet and Link3D have done, you know, being able to qu- quickly be nimble enough to switch over to something like that virtual and getting everyone involved. Yeah. You know, there were hiccups, but boy, was I glad that that took place. You know, it, yeah. it, was, it was a wonderful thing to be a part of and see and, and, and see everyone that's also at home going through things that early at that stage. And then that kind of that that grew grew out through the industry of as far as virtual events go and, and the way people approach each other and and start to talk about. I even see things happening like you know used to say well you know what about the elevator conversations? What about you know the ability to sit one and one with somebody? And all those things are kind of creeping into the way the events yeah. are laid out. There's there's little things that have cropped up that allow you to kind of go in and, and talk to certain people or breakout mm-hmm. sessions and all that. So it is, it's, it's like we're, we're evolving as we go very quickly over last year out of necessity. But uh, like I, I said, I can't wait to see the two merge together. And it looks like we're going to get that going into 2021. They just announced the AMA conference that's going to be happening in Orlando this year. So we'll see, hopefully all that uh, comes together, but I'm sure when the, that time comes, the virtual integration will be a lot more part of that uh, in-person uh, experience. So really well, cool. 2021, to see we, we just won't have a choice because the, well, first the vaccine won't be available everywhere for everyone at the same That's time that we can see. So there's going to be like wall out of the vaccines and people being, and I don't know how they're going to do with travels. Like I wouldn't be surprised if some countries would make it mandatory to have had the vaccine in order to come to some places. Yeah. Uh, probably not in the US, um, maybe in Europe. Um, I don't know. Uh, that's my guess. But, um, I think this, we're going to have like waves of Staggered. vaccines going on. And yeah. so some people will still not feel comfortable, uh, traveling without it or, not even allowed to travel without it. So we'll see in what world we are. But I think 2021 is still going to be a very interesting year. Uh, of uh, And we still need this vaccine to be successful. <laughs> so uh, I guess this is still like, I don't think anyone wants to think about this, yeah. about the vaccine not being successful, but there is still a risk about it. Uh, yeah. And I don't want to go into an entire debate about the vaccine. Don't get me there. No, all. no, I understand. I'm not going there, but it's still. It's like, a hot topic. Uh, that's for sure. It's everywhere right now. Yeah, and, and I think everyone has uh, has questions about it, uh, no matter what. So, you know, it is a vaccine that has been developed in a record time, uh, which is fantastic. Uh, we needed that, uh, but now it needs to roll out and to be successful and available to everyone everywhere and and uh, simple to stock and to store, uh, which is not the case today. So anyway, still a lot of questions. So all of that makes me think that 2021 is going to be still a very interesting year. Uh, but I do hope that uh, we will all be treated fairly uh, and not having indeed in-person events where only a handful of people can go, uh, and everyone else being excluded. Um, that yeah. I would hate to see that happen. Uh, but to some extent, I think it's going to happen because, well, people are eager to meet again. Um, so, so yeah. everyone who has the opportunity to meet will meet. Um, so it's, we'll see how it is. But yep. I'm glad our event is happening at the beginning of the year because we kind of, know what we're getting into uh more or less now after a year of covid um so i'm uh i'm glad it's happening as soon as possible now um so yeah the context we know now and that we used to uh because we're getting used to anything i guess (laughs) 
No, it, it's a very important topic. Obviously, everyone wants to have that, uh, you know, you know, in face-to-face interaction with what's happening out there in every industry. Uh, but we have a lot more to go through as we all get comfortable and, 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 and safe, you know, and that's a lot of, again, working together. You know, uh, there's a lot of things that we all have to respect about each other and communicate. And, uh, you know, that I see that moving along. Okay. You know, uh, I know it's worse in some places than others. Uh, but unity is a big part of this whole conversation. You know, everybody working together, uh, because we're all in this together. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not something where it's only this country or this city going through things. We're all going through the same things, you know, in, in our own way. So it's important to talk about things. I know they're uncomfortable to talk about because everyone's yeah. going to ignore it and just pretend, Oh, everything's going to be fine. Ah, there's steps to get it that way and there's safety procedures. And you see companies now doing that, you know, even the companies we work for out there, there's, there's things that are happening to risk mitigation where people entering the buildings, working with customers. There's all these procedures that have kind of been put into place that need to be, you know, improved and worked on and, and, and integrated into things as they go forward. But it's, uh, it, it, again, safety and education, right? Uh, that's a big part of the topics that across the board. And the more people are educated about what is available and how, how to stay right. safe, the more that we can move forward in this, in this time that we're all going through. So, um, yep. yeah, 2020 has been, uh, not easy. It's, it's yep. been very difficult. You know, I've had even family losses this year, uh, you know, job Sorry losses, things happening, you know, it, it's, uh, hope. Uh, is out there, but also there's a lot of things that kind of uh, can bring you down if you stay in them. So it's important to stay inside of your network. It's important to reach out. It's important to talk to other people and even say when you're not having a good day, a good week, a good year, most of us, you know, uh, but you know, if we don't have things like we have right now with these, these virtual interactions, a lot of that, you know, uh, there's a lot of mental health going on out there, you know, people that aren't able to communicate that are all, you know, staying at home and haven't been able to go out there and, and talk to people. So, I just, uh, I hope we could, uh, we can only get through things together. You know, it's, it's hard doing it alone. So, uh, get out there and network, talk to people, reach out, you know, give me a call. I'll talk to you if you want to chat, yeah. you know, uh, uh, and that's been a big part of this year. You know, there's been more networking. I've had so many phone calls. Yes, I've been, you know, privileged to talk to people in the industry on uh, video interviews and in podcasts, but there's been a lot of phone calls that have just been, down, you know, down to earth, what the heck is going on? And, and geez, I, yeah. So it's important. Reach out, talk to other people. You're not alone in this, you know, we'll get through this together. And we have so many great things in our industry to focus on. We're very lucky, you know, with all of the things that are picking up inside of 3d printing, including the type conference next month. I mean, I, I'm, I'm so excited about that and uh, I'm going to be there. So looking forward to being a part of that. And I know like, that's the whole thing, you know, network, Working, getting involved in the industry, reaching out to people, talking to people, and there's a lot more to happen. You know, there's a lot more that's yeah. going to happen. So uh, keep keep I moving forward. Say, yeah. I would just say one thing to our industry: like our industry is not always welcoming from the outside. Uh, and I know I've been there. Like when I was younger, coming mm-hmm. into the industry, and uh, and sometimes it was tough not knowing like who to call. Uh, and, yeah. uh, feeling welcome, uh, was not always, uh, there. Uh, now I, I it's, it's, it's funny because once you get into the industry, like, oh, this is a great family. I'm so glad to be part of it. And, you know, it is, it is a great community, but actually from the outside coming into the industry, it can be a little bit intimidating because mm-hmm. we all know each other so well and we are a big family, but sometimes it can, you know, 
feel a little bit intimidating from the outside. So I would say like do things like to people in our industry, like make an effort to make it more accessible to everyone. Uh, by yes, like picking up the phone, uh, you know, and, and, and continuing to advocate for the industry, but even better, like, and even more by, you know, being more open about it, uh, and not making it a close family. And then indeed for people outside of the industry who are looking into getting involved, uh, with, uh, additive. Well, don't hesitate to find, you know, a few people that you see around that you see, you know, on the podcast and to give them a call. Uh, and I'm sure, yes, they will yep. pick up the phone and, and help you out. Um, but um, let's keep all in mind that, yes, it can be a very intimidating industry to get into when you're from the outside. Uh, and is. once we're in it, we forget about it. Uh, but I keep receiving calls of women mostly who are like, you know, I really want to work with someone in additive, but I just don't know where to start. This is what I'm looking for. Can you help me? And so I'm trying to as much as I can, but then I'm one person. Um, so I will yeah. always make introductions. So if you're part of my network, you know it. I'm going to make introduction to you from people outside of the industry because I think generously you can work together and I really want our industry to grow. So I'm doing a lot of introductions and this yes. year has been like crazy in terms of introductions. Yep. Uh, but I'm really asking everyone in the industry to do it as well because this is the only way we're going to continue growing and we need that. We, we need more talent to join additive. So we need to welcome everyone. Even That's people true. with crazy ideas that seem like, okay, what is this? Well, let's not forget we all had crazy ideas when we came into the industry uh, and we made them reality. So, and we do this as a group, as an industry, as a big family of uh, additive manufacturing professionals and we need more. So anyway. No, 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 <laughs> it, it's true. It's true. And a lot of what you, you talked about, some of the things we brought up in this conversation, you know, with, with the youth, with the younger generation mm-hmm. coming up, you know, you know, even grade school, high school, colleges, you know, I actually had a wonderful conversation with uh, some gentlemen from uh, Roch- Rochester Institute of Technology who just graduated, but it was about a week before their, or so before their graduation. That's going to be the next episode that comes out. But, uh, you know, those are t- two young gentlemen that are, are very, you know, kind of looking at the industry and they're intimidated by it, but they have a lot to bring to it, you know, yeah. so they're not that networked yet, you know, so it was a pleasure yeah. to talk to them. I actually worked with one of the gentlemen on a project uh, about a year ago when he was doing a side project to kind of build an additive part and uh, we kept that relationship going and now he's graduating so I am helping network him in the industry and uh, you know I said hey you know it, it turned into let's let's do a little conversation together and he brought along one of his uh, colleagues uh, from from school there and next thing you yeah. know we're talking about what they're going through you know what yeah. their expectations are what they look at the industry and how they see things so it's very important to to welcome that, that next generation, you know, and also reach out, be open enough to talk about things and, mm-hmm. and, uh, to point them in the, in the right direction because it's, uh, it is, it's, it's very intimidating coming into any industry, uh, especially right out of college. You know, you're like, yeah. you're fresh, you're new, very, you know, malleable as far as what can happen to you. And, uh, those experiences are important. You know, I had a lot of difficult experiences coming out of, uh, you know, college and getting involved in, 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 uh, manufacturing. I was in some of the old plants where I had, you know, <laughs> old leaders that would yell at you and throw stuff at you. You know, it was, <laughs> it was weird, you know? And um, I look at some of those processes and a lot of the processes that I was looking at became digitalized, you know, yeah. uh, you know, we used to look at uh, the guys that would set up jigs and fixtures for HVAC mm-hmm. for vehicles and they would build these giant wood, you know, templates to fit the pipes that that go inside of the, uh, the air conditioning systems and stuff like this. So, those guys would spend all their days coming up with these tools, these fixtures to kind of, you know, send to different places to build these. Yep. And now that's all digitized. Uh, you know? 
Yeah. Wow. And so it's, and that, so that was almost 20 years ago. I, you know, give them a little away my, uh, my time and experience, <laughs> but, but it's, it's come a long way. You know, I was a part wow. of the nineties when everything was more, um, you know, going from hand to CAD, you know, everybody was you still drawing on drafting creepy. boards very quickly. So, um, and, and I see the rate of, um, especially in our industry because of the oh. digital era and because of things that, that are, we're so attributed to is, as far as growing and being a part of everyone talks about, we hear the digital thread and the digital value chain and it's real inside of 3d printing. You know, mm-hmm. that's a, one of the biggest strengths is, you know, from cradle to grave, you could start out with a concept of design in CAD, and then you're actually distributing that design around the world after you've gone through yep. all of the iterations and, and manufacturing processes that it has to fit inside and so it's always there in its digital form and that's exciting because it's a whole new world now as far as the way things are manufactured the way things are distributed the kind of people that are working to to connect those dots and make it happen faster and more local also yeah Uh, it's starting to happen now. Yeah, we, I think we just, um, I totally agree with you, uh, the entire line. Um, w- one thing that I think we need to be careful of, and I, I'm talking mostly to, you know, the, the, this young generation who is like fully digital uh, already, mm-hmm. is that to not forget that everything we do will be a physical object at the end of the day. And so to not forget uh, some of the knowledge of uh uh, more ancients may have in the industry on how to make things uh, and to not forget that and to build on top of it because it can be like at the rate of uh, at the pace uh, at which the, the changes are happening uh, spe- specifically into our industry uh, where the digital and physical are really mixed up and are working together really hand in hand uh, not forgetting the physical aspect and again the fact that it's going to be an object at the end of the day uh, and it's not going to stay a virtual object all the time. Uh, yeah. So to not forget the basics of how to to make a, f- a physical object, because <laughs> uh, yeah. that can bring a lot of knowledge even in the in the design phase. Uh, you don't design something the same way, knowing that it's going to be a physical object at the end of the day, or if it's going to stay in the in the virtual world. Um, so that's probably something that, that should not be forgotten and over overthought uh, that needs to be completely part of the designing process. So um, anyway, uh, what I'm saying here is that I think like all generations need to work together. So we definitely need the next generation to come in and to bring new processes and to be even more digitally integrated. But you also need to not forget how to make things uh, genuinely and to actually go on your you know, your tool bench and to actually build things because um, yeah. this is also what will make the next uh, generation of uh, engineers and designers so successful is also knowing where, where this is all coming from. No, you're absolutely, you're absolutely right about that. I mean, working with your hands is very important and actually digging in and doing these actual operations and manufacturing yeah, building. Yeah. yeah, tinkering, uh, you know, learning the trades out there. It's yeah. very important. You know, that's where my background comes from. You know, I was actually an, an apprentice inside of a, from 17 to 23 inside of, it was an advertising agency, but it was like a sign, it was basically a sign company. You know, they, they mm. built things. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that yeah, was working yeah. on my hands. I, I was in a wood shop every day. Yeah. I had to go, I had to go to the mill. I had to pick the wood. You know, look at the grains. You know, all this stuff. But you learn so much from doing this. 
Totally, totally. And it was, a, and I'll tell you, those were some of my most, at the end of the, those days, I was the most satisfied with my work for the day because it was manual, you know, and yeah. it was, it was labor intensive and it was getting out there in the world and looking at actual natural resources and how I could use them and, and make them, uh, you know, more attractive to whatever per, you know, particular instance I was using them. And yeah. so, it's very important. It's very important to have that hands-on side. It's very important to stay creative. Uh, but also, you know, when you work in the engineering realm, you start to get more in the strict standards and, and working with downstream and upstream processes. Yeah. So there's so many sides of it, you know, and we're all, we all have uh, strengths and, and weaknesses. And uh, a big part of that's finding the right team to work with, you know. And, and yeah. uh, so when you're looking out there, I also say, you know, I've heard this from a couple different uh, people and I agree wholeheartedly is when you're looking for a new company, when you're looking for your next position or next role, you know, look at who who you're going to be, you know, working for, who you're reporting to, you know, who who's going to be. Okay your your boss your manager yeah. those things are very important you know more even so so much than the company sometimes mm-hmm. because if you don't have the right leader you could end up in a lot of trouble, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, so, and that's a lot of learning experience because I've had a lot of wrong leaders, you know, um, you know, and I learned what I don't yeah. want to be, you know, and I'm not yeah. perfect. I'm working on myself all the time, but uh, you know, you learn a lot from the negative too. That, that that's yeah, for sure. True. But uh, yeah. Wow. Nora, we could probably go on forever. Uh, <laughs> I, I know that and we, and we will, we, we do talk. So I know uh, next month is, is very exciting. The type conference and, and any last things that you wanted to share about the conference before we, uh, we say goodbye today, which I don't want to, but <laughs> yeah. it's been wonderful uh, having you here. This is awesome. Oh, thank you, Adam. Uh, now I would say join the conference. I mean, come, uh, seriously, come have a listen to, to our 130 speakers. Uh, Wow. Uh, all the work they've been doing into the industry, um, see it as really a way to network as well. Cause I said, we have a open, uh, networking stage. I will stay open the entire time. I mean, we've talked about reaching out, being part of the community and continuing this work. So, uh, this is a perfect opportunity for it. So, uh, yeah, my, my message is to, yeah, just join the industry. Even like, uh, you want to stay an hour, come listen to at least one woman uh, that, you know, that would be a takeaway for you, like on what she's working on. If you want to stay the entire two days, even better. Uh, but uh, yeah, please join us. Yeah, that's, that's it's type T-I-P-E 3D printing.com. And I know you could also find that on the Women in 3D Printing site. So yeah, I'll also have links to the, in the description uh, of this conversation, okay. but Really, really great event and looking forward to being there. That is, it's January 27th and 28th. So uh, we'll see you all there. And Nora, thank you so much for being here today. Well, thank you so much for having me. That was fun. Thank you for listening to the All Digital Additive Manufacturing Podcast. If you would like to help support and be part of our community, take action and smash subscribe, press follow, comment below, or leave a review. And don't forget to share. Thanks for continuing the conversation. This is Adam Penna signing off. See you soon.